You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Steve Burkew runs Book People in Austin, Texas. Thank you for joining me, Steve. Certainly. Glad to be here. Steve, tell us a little bit about the history of your bookstore. How long have you owned it, and why did you get into the bookselling business? Well, Book uh, Book People has been around since 1970 uh, here in Austin, whatever that makes now, 30, almost eight years. And uh, I did not start the store. A friend of mine did, and uh, I came in about um, 15 years ago when it was the store was expanding from its location then uh, to where it is now which is more or less central downtown almost and uh, I just had been interested and been an avid reader and a friend of the owners and I and several others came in uh, at that time as investors and a few years later I ended up taking over the store uh, for operations and have been running it now for the last decade or so. That's kind of amazing to, to to hear somebody like coming in to invest in a bookstore since we hear so many dire things about bookstores these days. Well, uh, yeah, you hear, <laughs> you hear a lot of dire things about bookstores these days, but uh, it, there are... Um, there are, I guess, places where uh, independent bookstores are are really not threatened uh, dramatically, and and in fact, uh, after what many consider to be a kind of bad period for independent bookstores, the 90s, uh, things seem to be, as far as I can tell, turning. Uh, I notice that there are uh, quite a few stores opening these days. I noted that last year there were about 100 stores opened up around the country, 140, I think. And there seem to be more and more stores opening now. Um, uh, that's, I think, uh, a, a very positive trend. Uh, it uh, there are p- numerous factors you could think of that would have part of it. But one of the things I here at Book People uh, and here in Austin, we've been very strong on is uh, supporting locally owned businesses. And I believe that that as a apart from what we've done, has become a, a pretty much a national movement so that you are seeing a, a, a return to localism uh, all over the country for not just bookstores but all sorts of businesses. Uh, and, and, and certainly that would be a major contribution to all these independent bookstores opening up in all-sized towns, basically. Could you tell me how uh, bookstores support other local businesses and how other local businesses support bookstores? That's an interesting concept. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I, I'm part of starting a local independent business alliance here in Austin, and there there are local independent business alliances now in 150 cities, I think, in the country. Uh, there were only three, I guess, when we started ours here in Austin. But uh, we, we, we basically... Uh, as a principal of our store, uh, support other locally owned businesses. Uh, when we, like many retail establishments, get asked all day long where to get 
whatever service it might be by people who happen to be here uh, passing through who are not regular customers or residents here. And uh, we just make a policy out of recommending a local independent for whatever that service happens to be, whether it be records or cleaning or mechanic work or whatever else it might be, and hardware stores, anything. So that's one way. But uh, but banding together, um, which we have, and our little alliance here has about 300 and oh, I guess about 450 now because we just joined with another alliance, about 450 businesses that are part of it. Um, we uh, spend a lot of energy as a group uh, helping educate the public uh, as to the value of shopping locally. And there are uh, several values, actually. I mean, one is the one that is the traditional value, I call it. It's just the feel-good uh, uh diversity, uh, uniqueness value that people like, having their wherever they live be special in some way. And that specialness in a lot of ways for cities is the mix of businesses that are there and that are local and that are they don't have everywhere. They just have in whatever city you happen to be in. But another value that I'm particularly attached to, because I actually did uh, commissioned a study uh, about seven years ago on the economic value of shopping locally, and that study has now been replicated all over the country, most recently in San Francisco. Uh, they did a huge version of this study. Each each replication has been, in fact, much bigger than what we did here in Austin, uh, most recent, as I said, in San Francisco, and they come up with pretty much the same numbers every time, and that's that the local economic impact is about three and a half times greater if you shop at locally owned businesses than it is if you shop at chains. That's just a fact. Uh, it's an economic fact. And uh, it was a, a wonderful fact to prove, as it were, uh, in that uh, the proof uh, gives you not only the feel-good value of shopping at businesses that you love in your own community, but it's actually better for your community. It just keeps more dollars in the community. It it creates more dollars through this multiplier effect that the economists all talk about. And uh, those dollars pay for the services that we want in the cities we live in, police and fire departments and parks and schools and all the stuff that, uh, you know, that people band together and have cities for in the first place. Could you tell me a bit about the association of booksellers that you belong to and your recent meeting here in Santa Cruz? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm actually part of two two bookseller groups. One is the American Booksellers Association, which has about 2,000 stores, and, and Bookshop Santa Cruz is a member of that also. But uh, then there's a smaller group of 25 stores called, we call ourselves the Independent Booksellers Consortium, and uh, Bookseller, Bookshop Santa Cruz is a member of that, as is Book People and Tattered Cover in Denver and some other fine stores around the country. Uh, the purpose of our group is to meet and uh, share ideas so that we can uh, not each have to reinvent the wheel and can actually learn from the experiences that our friends are having in different cities and try to improve upon whatever it is we're doing wherever we happen to be. We did just so happen to meet in Santa Cruz uh, last month, uh, and I must say I had a great time. <laughs> I had a great time. We had a great meeting, um, and it was great to be back in Santa Cruz. I hadn't been there in many years. Tell us a, a, a little bit about um, 
what kind of uh, titles do you stock in, in your bookstore, and how do you treat your community? I th thought it was interesting on your website that you talked about a book community, which is, I think, really key to the success of a bookstore and the continued success of, of books as a means of expression. Well, I mean, we're, we're a large general bookstore, a little bit larger in square footage than Bookshop Santa Cruz, uh, on two floors. Uh, we have about 28,000 square feet is our, the size of our store. So we're a large, it's a large bookstore. Uh, we, we're, it's a general interest bookstore, so we stock pretty much everything. Uh, we carry a complete mix uh, of books. Uh, it, it's not a, this is not a specialty store with just mysteries or something like that. We're, we, we pretty much carry it all. Um, so, you know, as far as what we can do is the same thing that uh, an independent can do anywhere and that is actually a, a competitive advantage we have over chains. And that is that we can we try to mold our inventory to the tastes of our community. And we do that by responding to the requests we have uh, from community members and looking at the kinds of books that people want and trying to make sure we stock them. And we can, of course, do that instantaneously. Our buyers are here in the building and Somebody wants a book, we can have it here, and have and if we see it's a kind of book we don't carry, we can start carrying that kind of book immediately. I mean, we don't have a regional or national office that we have to approve it through, or we are a plan that has to be followed in some sort of large, much larger scope than 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 just the customers that come in our store. So that's a big help. As far as the community itself goes, we, like most other independents, uh, not only bookstores but other independent businesses, um, live here. <laughs> and so we're part of this community. Uh, we uh, we participate in the community by taking donating, uh, by participating in events uh, that are going on in our community. We, we focus, because we're a bookstore, on literacy. Uh, Reading is fundamental. Literacy Austin. Uh, there's there are some underfunded elementary school libraries, all of which we support uh, very strongly with as much uh, of our resources as we can. Um, I, I I wanted to to ask you about your personal history as a as a bookseller. What brought you into this business? I mean, was it just investment, or or what, have you I mean, what was your background before you started selling books? Um, well, I, w I was actually, I'd been a practicing lawyer for about 20 years and uh, had been a big reader and a big supporter of uh, bookstores and literacy in general. Uh, I got, I came in as an investor, but my interest in the store operations and in the actual day-to-day -day life of book selling uh, just increased over the f first several years. And once I came into the store, I mean that's basically what I do. That is what I do from now on. That's 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 essentially where I came from. Just a a, a big interest in books, a big interest in the book business, and uh, and you know wanting to be part of of, of this this kind of, uh, of 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 this kind of re retail really. Uh, I noticed that you guys have a lot of events w with some really big-ticket authors. You're going to getting Michael Chabon out there. Yeah, so he'll be here uh, this week, actually. We have a much bigger event than Michael Chabon on tomorrow, actually. What is it? Uh, it's going to be the world launch party of uh, Rick Riordan's uh, fourth book in his uh, this is a teen book series. The Lightning Thief was the first. It's the Perry J Percy Jackson um, series. It's a primarily for... I guess the 10 to 14-year-olds, 
sounds fascinating. It's a uh, it's a huge book. It's going to be uh, you know it's they're printing a million copies. It'll be uh, it'll be uh, it, this book is sort of the a step below in terms of mass popularity, but very close to like Harry the Harry Potter books. Wow, well that's incredible. We're As expecting a- about three thousand people here tomorrow. My God, 3,000 people. That's like a rock concert. Pretty much. It's going to be pretty huge. It starts at 4. What we're praying for right now is that the rain lets up. It's raining right now. Uh, With an event that size, is that going to take place in your bookstore? It's going to take place uh, all around our neighborhood. (laughs) I guess so. uh, It's going to take place in our parking area. Half of it's going to be in the parking area, and part of it will be in the store. He's going to do a signing. Uh, There are people coming from all over the place. So there's uh, three buses of uh, kids from one school in Dallas coming here. Uh, That's a Dallas, by the way, is uh, 200 miles away. there's seven, I think, two buses coming from San Antonio, which is about 90 miles away. Um, you know, there are going to be lots of people. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome event, I will say. Could you tell me a little bit about as an independent bookseller, how do you manage to score these big names when you presumably in Austin, Texas, you've got to have some chain bookstores there. Well, I don't know. I, I I have my personal theory on 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 the authors themselves. Is as far as I can judge, virtually every author in the world had their first reading at some independent bookstore somewhere, because we have a tendency to uh, give first time unknown authors their first chance to read it to a public somewhere, and hope that they will connect with that public. Most authors, as far as I can tell, uh, maintain a certain loyalty to independence uh, because of that experience. And as far as I can tell also, and once again, this is purely anecdotal, mind you, I do not have statistics on this, but it just seems to be the reality. Uh, Most of these authors, when there's a a large or well-known independent uh, in a city that they're going to on tour, they seem to prefer those stores. I do know that here um, we rarely uh, see events at the two chains uh, outlets here in town, though they do have some, but uh, we have lots. And I think it's for that reason. I mean, we do are a well-known bookstore in in the book world, so that that may also be part of it. Um, Austin is also kind of a big cultural hub for Texas, and you must be a big part of that uh, cultural hub. Well, I mean, we like to think we are. We are, uh, you know, we're right in the heart of three kind of well-known Austin. Each corner here, there's four corners on the where I am, and three of them have uh, well-known Austin businesses on them. So we feel like we're kind of a the the, the biggest music store in town, and the uh, that is nationally known also, and is gets best bookstore in the country all the time. I mean, uh, music store. Uh, Waterloo Records is across the street one way from us, and Whole Foods National Headquarters is across another one. So those all being big Austin businesses, we feel like we are kind of part of the like center of the Austin kind of food, music, and book cultural scene. Uh, you know, uh, for a bookseller, you sound really optimistic. Could you tell me a little bit about what you think the future of books and bookselling is? I mean, I, I am optimistic. Uh, I hope I don't just sound optimistic. I really am optimistic. I, I think books, uh, I know they've been described as the 
perfect technology uh, for delivering the written word, and I, I still believe that. I don't really believe that uh, electronic devices are going to somehow in the future wipe out books as a medium for delivering the written word to people. I believe that is going to continue and uh, as the best form, because it's certainly the easiest form to deal with. Uh, and And people, I think, still like the experience of going to a bookstore. Uh, I do know, obviously, that there are online method, uh, av- you know, av- availability of books all over the place. We have a website. We can sell stuff online, too. But there's no way that we can have a sufficient description of a book online, or anyone else can, that to give someone the feel for a book that you get when you come in and flip the pages and read a paragraph here and there on the shelf and decide whether it really is something that you think you'll be interested in enough to spend, depending on how fast you read, uh, two or three hours or two or three days reading that book. Because when you get one of these media, these, these things, a book, whatever it might be, you are devoting time to that experience. And these days, time is what people seem to value. And if we're going to share some time, three hours or six hours or ten hours with someone, they want a chance to pick out who they're going to share that time with. Anyhow, I think that uh, so I'm pretty optimistic. People are going to come in. They're going to want the experience of touching books. Uh, I like the smell of bookstores, actually. I mean, they, they, that's part of it, too. And looking at the books, talking to people who work there, who like the books as well and want to talk about the books they like and seem and get a, and trade uh, suggestions back and forth and trade ideas back and forth. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I don't see this as uh, anything except something that's going to not only continue as it is, but grow. Uh, and the part I'm talking about growing is not books in general, because books really are, uh, uh, have been a steady facet of life. I mean, the, the, the part I'm talking about growing is the independent book selling portion of it. Uh, and with booksellers like you, I can see that that will continue to happen. Well, I hope so. <laughs> We've been speaking with Steve Burke. He's one of the owners of Book People in Austin, Texas. Thank you for joining me, Steve. It's my pleasure. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.